This is Urban Tiger Radio, a project supported by CybermouseMultimedia.com, sponsors of our free weekly podcasts. Search for Urban Tiger Radio in the iTunes Store or on Stitcher.com and hit the subscribe button to receive free automatic downloads. Please remember to share and rate our show before you leave. Hi, this is Bill Allerton again from Urban Tiger Radio and... In the spirit of resurrecting lost or even misplaced art, uh, sometimes there's a reason for these things getting lost or misplaced, but whatever. I came across a disc in my collection, and I know you haven't heard this because I think I'd probably count on both hands the number of people that have actually heard this disc. little story attached to it is that uh, 20 years ago, almost to the month, I decided that because I've been doodling on a pad and and coming up with some sort of science fiction-y strange drawings, but actually quite clinically reasonable, I thought I would take a a course on on drawing. Uh, Cartoon, was it cartoon art? It wasn't quite cartoon art. You wouldn't call it cartoon art. But it was was humorous... uh, art anyway with a sort of science fiction element to it well on that course i ran into two guys who became friends of mine for a while one of them still would be if i knew where he was Uh, last i heard i think he moved out to elsica somewhere nice guy paul bellamy and he was a lead guitarist and singer with the band king dice now i know there's an american band called king dice but this isn't it this was the english version 20 years ago it's some kind of metal. I'm not sure what you'd call it. Sometimes it's a bit thrash. Sometimes it was what I would have called in my day. Maybe heavy metal. I, I'm not sure. You can call it whatever you want to call it. There's a little bit of techno thrown in there. Uh, it's quite loud. And if you like uh, thrash and you like guitars and uh, a bit of techno, then turn up the volume because uh, it's quite a good one. Now, strangely enough, as Paul and I became friends and got talking, I used to be a plumber many, many years ago. And Paul said, quite coincidentally, my dad used to be a plumber. So I said, right, okay. He said, I'll mention you to him and see if he remembers you. Well, strangely enough, he did. And I I had worked with Paul's father many years before this. Anyway, uh, Paul's a really nice guy. And I lost touch with the other lad uh, who was there at the same time. And uh, that's rather unfortunate. But anyway, here we go. What we've got here is King Dice The Demos. This is a demo CD made by Paul Bellamy, Alan Marsden, Linval Douglas, Gary Millard and Paul Thornton. Now, I've Googled all these people or Facebooked them or whatever and tried to find them and I can't find any of them. So I would imagine that what you're going to hear now is pretty much of a one-off and you will maybe never hear it again, ever. So we'll start off with a track written by Paul Bellamy called Everything and More. This is the lead track on the uh, CD, and here we go with Everything and More. In fact, thinking about this, on Everything and More, sometimes these bands sound sound like they've used Everything and More, including the kitchen sink. This one does a little bit. But it's worth a listen anyway. Here we go. Everything and more. 
now you've been suitably thrashed, I'll tell you a little bit more about Paul Bellamy. Paul uh, is a guy who's probably 20 years younger than me or so, and uh, that would make him in his, probably in his 50s now. I, Paul was quite an imposing figure. Uh, he was tall, well set, jet black hair, lots of it, and uh, leather jacket complete with about half a million studs, goth boots with big stainless steel buckles, tight jeans, an earring, if I do remember, a ear stud. And, you know, Paul was, was quite a goth, uh, in a sort of heavy-duty way. I do remember him getting a job with a coal board at one point, so maybe the jet black hair would uh, save him having a few showers, whatever. You know, I don't mean it, Paul, if you're listening. Right, the next track, because Paul and I actually were reading this book at the same time, and it's The Wasp Factory by Ian Banks. And they have a track called The Wasp Factory, which I'm going to play you shortly. But while I'm on there, I, at that time I was writing some quite dark poetry, and one of the things that I wrote was about an Australian serial killer, would you credit? And this guy was leaving roses uh, on his victims, just a single rose, and until they caught him, obviously. And I read this poem to Paul, and Paul liked it so much he actually wrote a song that incorporated it. I don't have a record of that song. I don't think I have the lyrics, and I certainly don't have a recording of it, which is unfortunate for me, perhaps fortunate for you. I don't know. It was a little bit dark and uh, and a bit bent and twisted. So here we go. This is The Wasp Factory. If you've never read The Wasp Factory by Ian Banks, it was Ian's first foray into science fiction. I think it was his first published book, and it's really good, and it has a really unusual twist at the end. I want to say actually thinking about it that it does qualify as science fiction. It, it is strange fiction and the twist is absolutely delightful. And by the way, there is a piece of advice in there that you can take from the book. Do not buy a big kite. Here we have The Wasp Factory written by Paul Bellamy and Alan Marsden.
Well, now we've all been stung to death by the wasp factory, I'll just tell you a little bit more about the art class we were going to. It was run by a guy called Rob. Now, Rob has one of those curiously Polish names that you can remember for about 30 seconds. And then next time you see him, you're just glad that his first name is Rob. And you can, you can at least remember that. I can never remember the rest of his name. A nice guy, really nice guy. In fact, I bumped into him in Waterstones um, about a week and a half ago. And he's promised to email me, but uh, he hasn't. But there again, that's about par for the course. Because, you know, sometimes I think I'm just here sort of like spitting in the wind. And... Uh, I very rarely get a reply or a like or whatever. Now, if you've got something, you know, if you're really down and feel uh, anxious and you need someone to talk to, then please email the Samaritans. If you've got something quirky or something you like that we are doing or something you'd even that you don't like that we're doing, you can always email me, bill, at urbantigerradio at gmail.com. That's urbantigerradio at gmail.com. I will reply to any email, uh, whatever language it's in, and uh, even if it's in bad language. So that's fine by me. I don't care. I'd just like to hear from you now and again, that's all. Right, Rob. Like I said, Rob uh, is now into animation, and he's doing animated films in a purely personal and private capacity, I think, but... uh, Having seen Rob's art, then I know it will be good. So when he does eventually email me, I shall make a short video of it and put it on YouTube and then let everybody know where it is. Anyway, we were drawing things like, in fact, I've got it on the wall up here. It was, it's some kind of a horse that looks sort of semi-flesh and semi-mechanical with a, a skeleton on its back. And the skeleton is reaching down and drawing people up through the sands of death and out into another world. I do remember that the other guy, not Paul, was doing a drawing of a, a woman trussed up like a chicken ready for the oven. I can't remember what Paul was doing, but I have to say that we were all something, you know, somewhere weird, and uh, and the whole place was weird. So it was a good laugh from start to finish. And, and, and yeah, it was worth doing. It never taught me anything particularly, except that I'm not an artist, and I ought to give it up. And I suppose that in itself is a very, very valuable lesson. Anyway, the next track I want to play you on this CD is Knives in the Attic. And I don't know anything about Knives in the Attic particularly, except that it was written by Paul Bellamy and Alan Marsden. I have listened to it again today. And if you look at the um, titles on this CD then you begin to get something of a picture of of the mood and the mindset that King Dice were in at that time. The first one is Everything and More. Then we get the the Wasp Factory, Flesh, Rust, The Good Samaritan, who is anything but, Knives in the Attic, The Children's Hour, which I'm going to play you soon, Clinically Dead, My Friend the Witness, Dismal Sport and Roller Coaster. Well, they're all a bit heavy-duty, but I've sorted out three or four of them uh, that I think you'll appreciate. So, coming up next is Knives in the Attic by Paul Bellamy and Alan Marsden.
Well, thankfully, there are no knives in our attic, only Bryony and her computer working away on her next novel. And so that was Knives in the Attic. I'm not sure what else much I can tell you about Paul Bellamy. Uh, I don't think I ever knew Alan Marsden. Although, I, I, yeah, I did. I must have met him because I did go and see the band at one point. But all I can say is these tracks are 20 years dead now and being resurrected for once here, for better or for worse. And I hope you've enjoyed these. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the little sort of anecdotes about our uh, drawing classes and uh, Rob and Paul. And I'm about to now play you The Children's Hour, which, as you know, I already have a podcast called Children's Hour, which is also on iTunes and Stitcher and SoundCloud. So if you just Google Children's Hour, you'll get my stories for children from around and about five years old to 13 years old, which obviously will not incorporate the uh, music of this kind. So here we go with The Children's Hour. This must be the children's hour. 
children time for bed said Zebedee I hope you've enjoyed listening to this uh, this is probably a unique experience whether you like the music or not is well it's obviously subjective but uh, it's not really important actually the fact is that it's not been heard for 20 years and may never be heard again so you've had a unique experience I left the volume turned upon these tracks uh, for various reasons. One is I think this is how this kind of music needs to be heard. So uh, I hope I didn't damage your eardrums. And anyway, I've got more podcasts coming up shortly. There will be interviews with singers, uh, musicians and authors. And I have two in particular that I would like to put forward that I will be doing shortly. One is called Matt Holden who is known all over Europe as the mighty Zeban, who has said that he will give me an interview, and Stephen Meller, an upcoming author who blew my socks off when he sent me his book to read. So look out for those. They'll be along in the next week or two. So meanwhile, I'll let them play you out with the uh, orchestral version of Children's Hour. So it's goodbye from me. And a goodbye from Nelly. And here is the Children's Hour orchestral version from King Dice.